0: Thanks for joining us for this month's episode of the Real Marriage Podcast with myself, Tom, and the always laughing Bethany Curie. I
1: feel like I should have had a laugh ready on that, but it would have been fake.
0: Oh, it would have been so fake. It would have been very bad.
1: didn't want to mess that up.
0: Yeah, this is going to feel a little different and a little weird, okay? Um, Bethany and I are actually recording this in the middle of the day. Yep. which is very strange for us.
1: We're not slap-happy yet.
0: Yeah, none of that's kicked in. Um, we actually just ate lunch, yep. and we are now recording the podcast. We, um, <clears throat> we are about to take a nice little retreat away, um, just the two of us. And as we are doing that, uh, we are um, strapped for time because we are trying to do about 100 different things uh, before we get out the door, and so we had to squeeze in the podcast during the actual day, so if we seem a little brighter, uh, it's because it's bright out.
1: If we think we're going to sound cheerier?
0: I think so. Cheerier? I think Cheerio? So. Yeah, I think so, um, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. I don't
1: know. I feel like we kind of have the after lunch slag a little. The slag a word? Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What's the word? Uh,
0: slag and slugs slag? is what we're talking about this week, <laughs> <laughs> this month, whatever it is. What's the word? Um, slack. Um, are no. you referring to.
1: Like when you feel lazy. Are you, are
0: you talking about being sluggish?
1: I guess so. Okay. Sluggish. Yeah. Well, Let's that's, look it um, up. I wish Alexa was here. I'd say, Alexa, is slag a word? Um, and she would answer.
0: Okay. Well, you do have your phone. Um, your phone's quite capable. Of looking okay, up just look it well. up real quick. Um, meanwhile, while I'm looking this up, Bethany, are you going to tell them what we're talking about today?
1: So today, we're going to talk about today and tomorrow. Da-dum-da. I feel like we need to roll after that for some reason. Really? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about today and tomorrow. And uh, we had a good friend kind of ask us that, that they'd like to hear more about where we're at now in our relationship. So we came up with a double T today and tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, just so you know, slag is a slang word. Um, it means a couple different things. One, it is uh, stony waste matter separated <laughs> from <laughs> metals during the smelting or refining of ore. Okay, so I'm so, sure that's what you meant. Yeah. Um, the other thing is it's more of a British uh Term that uh, is a derogatory term, wow. meaning a <laughs> promiscuous woman.
1: Okay, that's so
0: meant. Uh, Bethany knows her words is very well is,
1: <laughs> and
0: that's what she so, she so she's she's feeling the after. Lunch slag. Wow.
1: <laughs> <pretty So>, wish <laughs> woman moment. <laughs> wow.
0: Um, so, yeah. It sounded
1: right, though, right?
0: I'll let you all unpack that <laughs> however you want to. Um, didn't it
1: sound good? You knew what I meant, and that's know, what matters.
0: I, I'm not going to say that it uh, didn't sound good because um, I don't want it to be an argument.
1: If there's any British people <laughs> listening, I'm sorry for misusing that word. Yeah. They um, would know what we I, I am saying.
0: A, we have a pretty strong cult-like following in Britain. Actually, um, it's 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 expanding pretty rapidly. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, though you may have just destroyed all of those listeners with the yeah, use of that term. So they're
1: not friends with me. They're no. like,
0: I thought this was safe. I that thought not she how loved
1: Jesus, but she does not love this Jesus. Yeah,
0: I, neither of us were attempting a British accent, just for the record.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Um t- Let me figure it out. No, 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 no. I'm never gonna, gonna happen. It never gonna happen. Just stop. Now. Over the phone now. <laughs> so
0: yeah, so so Beth said we're going to talk about today and tomorrow, um, and uh, a little bit of our own journey in our relationship, and um, kind of start to dissect that a little bit as we talk about some of our own personal challenges today. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the talking will probably be from Bethany when I it don't talks think about so. that. Um, we're
1: going to do this together. What are you talking about? We can do this together. No,
0: I'm talking about... Uh, what I need I'm to not, work on. <laughs>
1: yeah, you get it. That's probably true. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm
0: not we'll afraid. see. We'll see I'm that... not
1: afraid to be have humility. Is yeah,
0: that? yeah, good. Well, I just... feel like
1: every time we do the, the podcast, all my words leave me and my brain. Listen, so. I
0: would much rather you be humble than be a slag.
1: I just, yeah, <laughs> I just pray that you all get some sort of uh, seeds out of this. Find something <laughs> in this. You know, there's dig a lot it, of dig things. through it.
0: If nothing else, they learned what the word slag means exactly. and probably not to try to use it. And we were um,
1: going to try. No, that was wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. She tried a, a British accent. Well, let me think on it. It probably. wasn't
0: horrible. Um, I if got you,
1: scared, and so I retreated. You jumped ship. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like the ship started sailing, you pushed away, and then you immediately jumped out of the boat. And they're like, we're not even two feet out of the water. Um, exactly. Anyways, so, so, so yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So um,
1: today we're going to talk about... Where are we at today in our relationship? How do you feel like how you feel like we doing, huh?
0: Well, I think that's a um I think that's a, a a good place to start, right? Um, and where we're at in our relationship and kind of the journey of where we've gone and uh where we've landed. It's it's interesting because in your relationship you go through so many different phases and experiences, especially you know, you, you go through that, that dating time. You go through that, um, you know, engagement time, I'd say. And then uh, first, you know, newlywed.
1: Huge um, learning time.
0: Yeah, newlywed time.
1: That's um, a big learning And day. then
0: you get like, then once you hit like the five-year mark, um, it, things get interesting, um, especially because for us, you throw kids into the mix at that point. Yeah. And then we're in the kid phase. And now... You and I, we're on the tail end, babe.
1: I feel like you have the learning time. Then you have new a, a second honeymoon time. Then you start second having wave. babies time. And after the babies, it's survival time. Learning how to manage your marriage amongst madness right. and no sleep. And mm-hmm. realizing how much sacrifice it takes to have children. And But I don't want to get into that today. We should do that for another right, post. Yeah.
0: Because today we're now in the place where our children let us sleep.
1: Yeah, no diapers anymore. We don't
0: have any diapers.
1: All potty trained.
0: <clears throat> um, our youngest yep.
1: is four. Um, and she's a princess. Our oldest
0: is 11. Oldest, we were yeah. just talking the other day that we're very close to having a built-in babysitter yes. into our system. She'll
1: be 12 this year. Yeah, so she's going to be 12. So she'll, she'll be 13 next year because I can count.
0: Yep. And the year after that, she'll be 14 people. <laughs> uh, this is how Bethany because. always does it. Um, so we are going to be in a really interesting uh, uh, place now because date nights are going to become like readily available yeah. for us, right?
1: Frequent flyers. That makes sense. Yeah. For that? Um, our kids. <laughs>
0: we're gonna have to teach them how to make their own dinners because we're never gonna be home.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they no, can't I don't want them to use the stove while we're gone. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Um. Anyways, we no. wouldn't do that. But no, well, we but miss them. but so w- we you know we're in this place now where um our kids are getting a little bit older um we're you know uh, they come with us everywhere right um, yeah as they would and, and we like them yeah and we like them but and some so, days you
1: need
0: a break right and so the Uh, The challenges that we face today are very much so different than the challenges that we would have faced early on in our relationship or, you know, whatever it is. And um, so I think it's a good time for us to talk about what are, you know, what are some of the struggles that we have in today. And I know that this is going to be Bethany's time that she's just going to let loose.
1: I actually Um, have brain farts a lot, but (laughs) no, what I was going to say though, I think. Where we're at in our relationship now is a lot like that story we shared on a previous podcast where we went to the prom and we realized how comfortable we were in front of each other versus all the other couples. And I feel like now in our relationship, we really are comfortable with each other, of course. I mean, we were going to be 16 years in July and um, we pretty much know how each other works now. And so... Fights really nowadays are are about silly things, right? You know, yeah. It's silly, silly little arguments that we get into that are just plain silly. They're really not well, I think important. I
0: I would, I, you know, I like to talk about. There's a difference between uh, fighting and bickering.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I think most of our um, what you would call fights.
1: Yeah.
0: Are really more bickering. Silly
1: arguments that... I feel like most of our silly arguments are triggered from either somebody's hungry or someone's really tired. Right. And we're saying things when they're not ready to hear them or the kids are fighting and that's making us get upset or Tom's not doing things the the way that I want him to do them.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of that.
1: Um or it's just silly things like I'll pack Tom's lunch and instead of Tom eating the lunch that he's begged me for years to make him lunch every day mm-hmm. he will end up going out to eat and not eat the lunch and so that's a lot of our fights I feel Yeah, like.
0: it's kind of it's kind of funny um uh you know there's there's two aspects um you know we can talk about some of the things that you know that I know are triggers for me for frustrations. So um, I am one that, um, and and I've worked on this. Uh, I have not arrived, um, but I have worked on it, and I'm continuing to work on it, is the the emotional way that I engage with um, a
1: mess. Yeah. (laughs) i'm very much uh, not good with messes i uh, which i think you've come a far way you've really worked on it
0: yeah and that's that's what i was going to get at when um it, it is it's one of those things and i think it's just because of the way that my mind works yeah um is i struggle with i struggle with some chaos i struggle with a little bit of lack of order yeah um
1: you don't and, feel at peace until things right. Are in
0: order. I I cannot I can't be at peace. I can't be at rest. Whereas you actually almost thrive in that. Well, that.
1: I wasn't always like that, but I got right. to the point. Once you have four kids, you can imagine you can't. You just can't keep up. And I think in our old house, I did really good at keeping up. Granted, it was way smaller, much more manageable, and one floor, and we only had two kids there. <laughs> but. I I think I anxiously cleaned all the time, making sure everything's perfect, everything looked good. And because of the anxiety that came from that, I had to tell myself everything can't be perfect all the time.
0: But you didn't tell me that.
1: Yeah. Well, I did <laughs> once we had four kids and we moved into a much bigger house. <laughs> yes. Um,
0: so that was, you know, that's one of those things that, um, I think it's interesting when you talk about this discussion of where we're at today, and where you know we're going to talk about where we want to be tomorrow. But is for us the the acknowledgement of what is? I'm going to use this word triggering the other person. Yeah. Because there are things that um, there are things that I know naturally will trigger you.
1: Yeah.
0: And there are things that you know will naturally trigger me. Mm-hmm. And so we have work to try to um, to come try to, some to yeah try I to say. try to come to some places like um and I think I feel like we've talked about we this have, before, yeah, it, yeah about how like for me it became um I just need my space um,
1: or the living room, just have the living room clean, have my living room and my dining room clean, and I'll be okay with the rest of the madness right. because. For me, with the four kids and doing homeschool and all the stuff I do for the church and everything else on my plate and all the mom duties, it was too much. And every single day I felt like such a failure because I knew Tom wasn't happy about the house, but there was no possible way that I could do all of it. And then he'd be very upset about it, not trying to be mean, but just because that's how he rests. And so we had to finally come to agreement where we realized one day our house will be clean.
0: But until then,
1: <laughs> let's enjoy the kids. Let's do the best we can, and let's try our best to at least have the living room and dining room. And I really try hard to make Tom's bed for him. I've, I've lacked a a little bit the last few weeks. But a little slaggish, huh? There's a f- yeah, a little slaggish. <laughs> but there's a few things like that that we've learned. Okay, how can we help with that? And whereas my things I need for Tom – is compliments and him speaking to me and wanting to hear my thoughts. And so we're very different at those ways, but we've learned what each other needs and we work hard to, to do those things. I think,
0: though, that, you know, to what you were just talking about, about me complimenting you, I don't think that was ever a struggle. Yeah. I think more of the listening part. Yeah, uh, I, I have, um, and that's that's where. Um,
1: or you do compliment me, but I want it twenty more times, right? Because of the self confidence issues I've gone through in life. Right, right. Um, <laughs> That's another podcast. For that another is. Day. That's a whole. That's a whole
0: series. <laughs> that's a good of one a to talk about. It is, uh, but but so most of our arguments become, um, like I said, bickering. Um, yeah, and it's bickering because of. Um, Bethany is a planner
1: Yeah,
0: and if things don't go according to the plan that she set out
1: I gotta work on that
0: y'all need to know this lady's (laughs) got like three calendars (laughs) and every calendar will say what we're doing and if I say we're not gonna do that tonight we're gonna have to do this she's like it's in the calendar
1: I would say that's probably our biggest fight is around food is your desire and I think because of the chaos factor you would gladly go out to eat every single day. That's right. Which hurts my feelings because I...
0: Want to cook for me. I
1: want to cook for you. <laughs> and I, ha- I have spent all of our grocery money to buy the food. And <laughs> he always messes up my food plan. And then my cute little calendar that says what we're having for dinner <laughs> isn't what we end up having for dinner. So I have to race all of them, start them all again. I cannot tell you how many chicken thighs we've had to throw away this year. Just
0: last night. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because of Tom's... Let's just go out just because the house is a little mess. Yeah. Tom can, if there's like the kitchen is a mess and there's dishes in the sink, not and I ask him to cook dinner, he will absolutely not do it until the entire kitchen is clean. And I'll just be like, last night I texted, I was like, just forget it. I will come home and do dinner. Like, I'm fine. I can handle this.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> but it, it's
1: little stuff like that. It
0: is. It's those little things because, you know, in from our perspective, Early on in our marriage, we addressed the big things.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Um, We battled them out. The
0: core things that, you know, and and to be honest, the core things that some people get through their first seven to ten years of marriage that um, they either can't get through, and that's why divorce happens as rapidly as it does, um, where they just decide, you know what, we're never going to work this out because we can't, and they move on. Um, But for us, you know, us being 15 years into this thing, Uh we've now sixteen in July and seventeen of July after that, baby. (laughs) Um but uh too
1: close to sixteen to say fifteen, okay. (laughs) Let's just put that out there. But
0: but for us, um, it is the little things. It's the things that happen today. It's when uh you've got socks on in the kitchen and someone spilled a drink and they didn't wipe it up yet, and you step your foot and i in, that, wet socks in a are the worst wet sock. Wet socks will make you murder
1: someone. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: don't say that.
1: Claus Queen coming in. Take that back. Erase that, y'all. Edit it out. <laughs> but
0: but I mean, you know, when you think about, um, <laughs>
1: it is trigger. those little
0: triggers, you know, um, and it's it's the thing for me is when they <laughs> pile on. And it's the same thing for any of us, right? (laughs) So it's like, okay, I couldn't get through the door on the way in. Because because, the toys
1: were all over the steps. (laughs) Or there was the rug kept twisting backward. Or the door wasn't unlocked for you, like... It's those little things. All the door being like, locked for me. That's it's yeah. one of
0: the ones that I, I'll say, you know, I've been coming home to you for 15 years and you usually know exactly when I'm coming home and the door is never unlocked. It's like uh, she's trying to keep me out of the house, I'm people. trying to get
1: homeschooled on every minute I can until you come to that door. <laughs> or if your tea isn't in the right position in the fridge that you can easily get to it and then you leave a million food out. Yep. because you get your tea and shut the door and don't think about putting all the food back. <laughs>
0: it's all that stuff because but but again what I'm getting at is these are the little bickers of life. It's like you look at your kids right our kids bicker right and A they lot. fight but it's it's n- it's never I mean at least I don't believe it's never about anything big no. It's the little stuff. So like Tiny if you look, children, you look at your children, you look at your children, it's the tiniest little things that happen and it is exactly the same thing for us. It yeah. is those little things. And and what where we struggle ourselves is when we allow that to completely overrun us. And there's times, listen, there's times where I'll say to Beth, I just need to walk away and I just need to I just need to stop. And mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll let me just go and get through that. Or sometimes you'll say, You just need to get over it. Yeah. (laughs) And that doesn't work.
1: Well, when it comes to yeah, the chaos. Like you getting mad about messes. Like you have I had to come to a place. Otherwise I would be anxious and feel like a failure all the time that I had to be okay with the messes. Right. I'm gonna do the best I can. I know I don't sit down in the day. I never stop doing things. I had to be okay with it. Otherwise, I'm just going to lay in my bed right. and cry because I suck at everything. <laughs> I can't win in any area. <laughs> right. But
0: you know that, like, how much with, is on my plate? and for those of you who know us and been, you've been to our house, like, no one goes into the homeschool room. <laughs> like, Tom doesn't go into the homeschool room. It has
1: a lock on it for <laughs> there's, a reason. there's
0: literally a lock to keep people from going it's gonna in It's going to be room.
1: organized one day.
0: It will. Um, and, <laughs> we, and I always say, I always say, babe. When these kids are gone, can you imagine how nice everything's going to be yeah. that we have. Um, yeah, it <laughs> until is. then, you know, we live crazy busy lives. You know, we we talk a lot that if um, and you know it's like if I if I didn't go as hard as I do in everything that we try to do and everything that we try to accomplish. You would have more time to do all of those things, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it, there'd be so much more that you could the kids do. Kids
1: are in public school. Yeah, if we didn't, uh-huh. if
0: you didn't take on homeschooling, if I didn't, you know, work the job that I work, if we didn't pastor the church, if we weren't active in the community, like all of these different things, it would literally be wildly different um, for what we were able to handle. Yeah. You know, people look at us and they'll say, "Man, how do you guys handle all of it?" It's because there are other things that we just we have, have to, to decide down. that you know what um, having perfectly mopped floors <laughs> yeah having perfectly mopped floors uh, isn't going to Stick in my children's heads for the rest yeah. of their lives.
1: Think how many people grew up with dirt floors. We good. Heck yeah, We're man. Good, We're all kinds of good. There's dirt on our floors, <laughs>
0: but the whole thing's ain't dirt.
1: <laughs> They're getting mopped tomorrow, though. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right, baby. Uh, but but like for us, um, it is those things that trigger. And what we have to be aware of, and what we've learned, is to be able to recognize how the other person person. <laughs> 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 How the other person is responding. Um, how the other person
1: uh, did I make you responding. nervous for once? Because we're it Didn't make me nervous. Um, I'm never gonna
0: stop.
1: You're just gonna laugh I'm for sorry. the rest of that. Sorry, keep going with your thoughts. But we have
0: to recognize how the other person <laughs> is responding in that moment, and the the key part, and this is where we will struggle, is not. Building off of their frustration,
1: which I think I suck like that. I think I have a lot of room to do. I totally. I feel like a fight like a kid still, <laughs> because you can ask our kids, and that's another thing. I know a lot of parents don't fight in front of the kids, but we
0: oh we do it. We dish. We
1: absolutely do. And to be honest, I think they need to see that because I have so many conversations with my kids where I'm like, adults fight too. Daddy and I fight too. The difference is we apologize. We make up for it, right? And uh, but I totally fight like a kid. If you ask my kids what I say when me and Daddy are fighting, they're going to know, and it's I always get so mad at Tom, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it now, but I always just shout, you're mean yeah. so much, and I am totally the person that will stomp to my room, yep.
0: <laughs> lay
1: in the bed, and cry, and I will not come out. Until he chases me. I want him to chase me. You've done that here recently. Oh, yeah. I've even locked the door, though. Yeah. I lock the door door. when I don't want you to come in, even though I do want you to come in, but I don't want you to
0: come in. She wants me to break doors down.
1: (laughs) That's what she wants. But I do want to be pursued by you, for sure. And if you don't pursue me, I'm 10 times more aggravated, which goes to show me what we want to talk about, which is... Where we're at today, every time we think we're good, like we've got a great relationship, right. we have a silly fight like this, I stomp off like a kid, he gets really mad and stubborn, I would say, yep. and I realize, wow, we have a lot of work to do. And so I think that's what we're going to talk about next is where do we want to be tomorrow? What are our goals in marriage? Well, because in those moments, I'm like, we shouldn't even be giving marriage advice. We still suck so much. <laughs> like, well,
0: I think I think there's a couple of things before we get into tomorrow and what we yeah. envision is
1: my reactor is, is how do we, bad.
0: How do we engage in those moments, yeah. right? Because there there is there's times where you bicker about something and you mumble under your breath and you move on. Yeah. There are other times where you storm off to your room, yeah. right, and you are now separated from each other. Dude sitting in the room going, Wait a minute, what were we just fighting about? Yeah, and sometimes you don't I remember do what you're fighting what, what about. Do you do that? And Vic? lady what well, heck yeah I do. <laughs> but I ain't I'm standing my ground, <laughs> <Exactly>. sis.
1: <laughs> we both wanna win.
0: But but like there's we're
1: still kids, apparently. There's
0: a balance. There is typically not an argument um that we we don't resolve. Yeah. Um at least within 12 hours
1: yeah right it might resolve the next day <laughs> yeah sometimes
0: it's a night and which is in the not morning. good
1: because i won't sleep all night and I'll he'll sleep, sleep like perfect <laughs> which makes me 10 <laughs> times madder at him because he'll just go right to sleep
0: um but i think there's there's an important thing to understand here because it can be easy to just say sorry to just to try to move on yeah um,
1: which we do sometimes which yeah you, sometimes, you do sometimes that st- saying is true Di- what is it agree to disagree yeah, agree
0: yeah. to disagree. Yeah, because sometimes your argument is just about differing opinions. Silly,
1: silly thing. And you're
0: allowed to have differing opinions. And
1: for me, I struggle with that cuz I want Tom to be on the same page as me. And if he's not, especially at the beginning of our marriage, I had a really hard time with that. Right. But I feel like I feel like I definitely struggle between my human side and my Jesus side. Mm-hmm. Like my human side, my reactor is quick and spicy. When Tom makes me upset <laughs> yep. and then go to kid mode and I could throw a tantrum at his meanness for that mm-hmm. moment. yep. And then I go to my room and I think about it and Jesus is like, come on, girl, listen to my word. And I'm like, I don't want to listen right now. And he's like, come on, you know you guys need to forgive each other. I'm like, ah. And finally I just give in. I'm like, you're right, Jesus. Like that, I feel like that's my constant battle, because on one, your human side is like, no, I want to win this fight. Right. I am not giving in. I'm not talking to him until he apologizes, and you let go of your servantship heart for each other in that moment because you're so angry about it. Right. But as you let the Holy Spirit work on you, which is what we do, which is how right. we get out of these silly fighting moments, and even if it was a big fight, mm-hmm. it takes the Holy Spirit correcting our hearts yep. and always us having that mindset to please each other. And I think that's where we come to an agreement is when we're constantly trying to please each other. Right. So I'm going to work hard to make sure the living room and stuff gets clean for you because I know that triggers you. And you're going to work hard to um compliment me or listen right. to me because you know how much that hurts my feelings. Yep. And-
0: well, and I think like for me, you know, you're talking about how you know, you'll storm away and you've got a process and you're thinking, hey, I'm never going to talk to her. Usually I'm just waiting and I'm asking God, like, so how long do you need with her before she comes down? Because how long do I have to wait till I just do something myself? Like, I don't know what to do here. Um, I would say for sure
1: every time you think that you've arrived, you haven't. Because I feel like honestly every time Tom and I fight afterwards, I think I am the worst example to my kids. Mm-hmm. because my reactor can be so swift sometimes just because i w- i always want us to be best friends so i absolutely hate when we fight right like if i feel something is going in the way of a fight i want to get out of it as quick as i can because i absolutely hate arguing and so but i feel like i'm such a bad example to my kids because sometimes that human side of me just takes over and i get so angry so quick and i just shut down like mm-hmm. it I need Tom to say sorry every time. Yep. And I need him to see my point of view for well, sure. Well,
0: but it's important to understand there's a difference between saying sorry
1: yeah. and being sorry. Oh, snappy! And you are very bad at saying sorry. Let's just let's just put. Th- Actually, we're both. But not. am
0: I really good at being sorry? What is that's what I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm saying like at. <laughs> to get
1: you to say sorry is like Tom will always be like I'm sorry that you felt. You feel ah. like I did that, but he won't actually apologize for it. He'll like skim around it to where he's not really well, saying sorry. I, I think
0: there's, I think there's a different because it depends on what you're, what the argument is about. If it yeah. is a differing of opinions, it, it is typically an apology. I'm sorry that what I said made you feel that way. Yeah, that's a genuine. I, look, I'm, I wasn't trying. But
1: sometimes, go ahead, sorry. I
0: wasn't trying to, to do anything to, to intentionally hurt you. We've talked about this before about you gotta know your your heart. heart. You gotta know their heart, right? You gotta know their heart at the end of the day. You gotta know what they're how how they truly feel for you. Uh, but you have to have dialogue about it. Like it it took a while before you and I really had that conversation of look, we don't have to agree on everything. And I know it still (laughs) makes you go crazy, but there are things that naturally we are not going to agree on. And yeah. that, is, that is an important part for people to understand because I think so many people do expect perfect alignment in every imaginable way. And you want way. that.
1: It makes, I think as the woman, it makes me have such peace when I feel like we're on the same page on every single thing. And it makes me feel like we're not on the same page if you have a different thought on something that I feel is very important, like the things happening in the world or right. – different things that I care about when you're not on that same page with me, I feel alone in right. it. Like, what am I gonna do? I have to follow you, but I also feel very strongly about this and it starts to put fear into me for a mm-hmm. minute. Yeah. So then I just have to trust in Jesus that He's right. that He's gonna work on you. He's gonna work on your heart. <laughs> yeah <Jesus is> like, <laughs> to dude, be aligned good, with man. the way I feel.
0: <laughs> dude, son, you filled with faith. What are you worried about? <laughs> Nothing. That's right. Go on. Do your thing.
1: But I think for sure like I know like Tom was just talking about that, but I think every married couple needs to have this on a post-it note in their house of knowing your spouse's heart. Like if you can just remember that constantly or see that every day, if we really can remember, cause sometimes, you know, you can have fights and you're like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't want to listen to my thoughts. He doesn't encourage me, blah, blah, blah. You forget that. Wait a minute. He does love me. And wait a minute. He does. And w- he isn't perfect and right. he is going to fail and he's not going to do everything I want him to do. And you can kind of step back and go back to knowing his heart and how he loves you and why you fell in love with him the first place. And you're going to have grace. You're going to have grace for them because you know the intentions of their heart, you know their thoughts towards you and you guys are going to be, re- be able to resolve it because both of you are going to be tender hearted yeah. towards each other and pray for the other until well, God shows you the truth.
0: The, 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 the challenge there is I think it is typically easier for a guy to know a woman's heart than for a woman to know a guy's heart. You think so? Well, because I think in a lot of instances, um, men in general don't share that yeah. openly. That's that's what I'm saying, like, where, you know, you have beat me into a submission to where I, I share, right? Um, yeah. And we have that. You know where you you genuinely know my heart regardless. Now, knowing their heart can look in a lot of different ways. Well, you can
1: forget their heart very quickly well, when you feel upset yeah. or offended. Yeah, you forget, I forget everything. I forget, I forget it. You I forget can forget it, it in one second if yes, I feel can. like mm-hmm. something's offended me in such a way that I can. And if you let the devil whisper all those things, you can go down that rabbit tro- hole quick to yeah. be like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't this. He doesn't this. And blah, 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 blah. And you can get so clouded in your judgment. But I didn't mean to distract no, you from no, what you're saying. No. But you, that's how I work. I can I can forget every single thing about you when I feel that angry. And that's right. when I need Jesus to step in and say, hey, let's remember. Yeah. You love him. He's a really good guy. Right. You know, like. Keep preaching. Come on. Well, it's true. I think you really do amazing in how you love me because... You are so forgiving and graceful, and there's so many things that I do that if you did that to me, I would be broken.
0: Uh, How Bethany, do you have big
1: shoulders like that? This this really
0: <laughs> is for a different podcast, but even um, like you can you can find yourself getting upset about something that I saw, yeah, um,
1: and go really because because you
0: looked at it from a completely different perspective than I did. Um, and, and that that is again where a lot of the bickering can come down from just a, a differing of opinions or um, you know whether it's a different opinion or whether it's just a completely, you know different mindset of the situation. Like yeah. I mean you can you can literally, have two people look at the exact same thing and they will see two completely different things.
1: Well, and I think it's a good one for another podcast too is just self-confidence plays a lot into that. Yeah. Because I can have tons of moments where I feel like there's no way he can love me like that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe him. He must like all these other people, you know, like, right. and so that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, but it is. that does play a lot into my mind.
0: Well, it triggers you.
1: Yeah. It triggers. one of those things that
0: triggers Triggered. Me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It definitely triggers me, right. and I definitely gotta get back with Jesus and remember that. Yeah, I have to believe what my husband says. If he says I love, he loves me. He says I'm beautiful. He says these things. I have to believe what he says and keep mm-hmm. keep. If I don't love myself, I can't not believe what you say because right. I don't love myself. You know what but, I'm saying? Yeah,
0: and the way we engage in that, and this is why we were saying this again, is the way we engage through this, and the way that we get to that. Sorry, moment to that, you know, um, that repair time, right? Is by us both acknowledging their heart.
1: Yeah. Renewing our know, mind. By
0: taking a moment, and there's times where you got to step away, times where you got to step away and just take a breather, re engage, take a 10,000-foot view, look at the situation. Think
1: about how you really do like your marriage.
0: Right. Give and the Holy Spirit really time cute. to work on her heart um, <laughs> so that you can come back. Um, but but it allows, it allows you to engage when you can step back and say, I know who she is. I know how she feels about me. And um, I don't want us to be in this place right now. Yeah, and so it requires an effort on my part.
1: I don't want to fight with you. And you know, it's buddy. like that, that country
0: song, "Meet in the Middle." Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know that one.
0: Yes, you do. Okay. But um, um, huh? oh, <laughs> your phone's talking to you, uh, or watch. <laughs>
1: um, so,
0: but it is it is the process of making the decision that we are going to come together. Not together. not me sit in my spot and you can come to over here to my side where everything is correct. But a point where you actually do truly come together. And I
1: think that's why most marriages fall apart. Because everybody goes to their corner and ain't nobody willing to give. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't willing to give, you ain't going to make it. Because And let's
0: be honest. Both of us, I guarantee you, both of us have apologized yeah. in times where we didn't feel like we had to apologize.
1: Yeah, for sure. Even uh, in our own stubborn ways. Even with our arms crossed.
0: Every single time for We've
1: me. done it. Because, (laughs) I want to stomp on your foot right here, son. (laughs) No, but I I really feel like it does, if you're not willing to sacrifice for the other, even if they don't agree with you on something, you're not going to make it. You're constantly going to have this because you have to be willing to serve and love the other and go back to Jesus. How many times did Jesus forgive? How many times does Jesus love? Like, Mm -hmm. his love, gosh, That's that's our marriage goals. Yeah, yeah. Is Jesus' love?
0: Well, I think that's a good point for you to share. Like, what are we striving for? Yeah. What is tomorrow for us? Hashtag Jesus. How do we how do we want (laughs) how do we want this to look in our own marriage? And how do we want to model that? And what does it mean? I mean, what what is the what is the um, uh, the script that we're trying to to play from?
1: And I think. We Like we talked about in 1 Corinthians 13, right? Yeah. Oh, I have it. 13, 4 through 7. Like this is completely our marriage goals. And you could just spend time taking one of these verses at a time and realize how desperately everybody needs to work on this in their marriage. <clears throat> so I'll go ahead and read it. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 says, Love is patient and kind. Like how many times are we impatient with each other? Lots. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> Love is patient and kind. Okay. We're not always kind to each other. Definitely right. in a fight. We're not always patient.
0: Alright, now I feel like I'm on questioning. I feel like there's we a are. spotlight. I on need my to face judge
1: right I need to judge Hammer.
0: I am in the corner here and I can't run very far.
1: Love does not envy or boast. hmm Definitely I'm sure we have moments where we feel jealous or something. I don't think you've ever been jealous of me, maybe for sleeping in, I don't know. Have you? Um,
0: I I don't really want to sleep in, but that's okay. I know
1: I've struggled <laughs> in areas with with that for sure if right. I felt like, you know, right, yeah. those things, mm-hmm. images or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> um or just even in how good you are at everything, you know. Right. Those so that's those all have been perspective. Yeah, those have, perspective. have been struggles. For me, you know, right. you have the scene position is what I should say. Right. And I do all yeah. the things that nobody sees and right. you, the praise you get. Like I've definitely struggled there right. with God help me that you're enough to see all the things I do, right. et cetera. So yeah says it is not arrogant or rude. You've definitely been arrogant. Uh, You definitely struggle. I feel like
0: I'm striking out here today.
1: (laughs) You're so smart that it comes off cocky sometimes, (laughs) you know? (laughs) When you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's always been sarcastic, and so at first, you know, that's always really funny. But now our daughter, Nakoda, she's taking on his sarcastic ways. It's not so funny coming from your daughter. (laughs) But, you know. We've definitely hit all those yeah we haven't arrived there it says it does not insist on its own way oh my gosh
0: <laughs> I want you to read that again
1: <laughs> it says it does not insist on its own way like every marriage in America needs to listen to this and read it we need to read it every single week because if we could really get to this like yeah. this is what God is telling us. How love should be.
0: Yeah, everyone talks about hashtag goals, right? Relationship yeah. goals.
1: This is it. And
0: this is, I mean, this is the this is the blueprint. This is what you need to keep in front of yourself. This is when you are feeling those moments that you're closed up in your room, you're furious, you're wanting to throw in the towel, that you have to re-engage with what the word says yeah. here and recognize that, wait a minute, it is not, look, here's the problem. People can read this, and they can they can literally look at it right here, and they can say, "Well, oh, he's not patient.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: feel like he's kind. You know, he is he is terrible. absolutely boastful and envious. He's arrogant. He's rude. He he old like literally. Yeah. And the the the, top, the what we're trying to say here is you shouldn't be measuring your spouse against this. Yeah. You should be measuring yourself. Yeah. Up against.
1: This. Yeah, you're both just you both. Being... You should
0: be looking at your own walk, the your love that you are showing, not not for you to apply this to your husband, not for you to apply this to your wife, but to apply this to yourself and say and
1: show that to him.
0: Am I?
1: Yeah.
0: Being envious or boastful. Am I being arrogant or rude? Am snap. I? You know, don't don't try to put them in that blank. You need to put yourself in there because you need to
1: lead by example. You need
0: to lead in that way. And if you say, "Well, he's the husband; he needs to lead," um, I don't disagree with that statement, but Until you he's have there. to. <laughs> this love is not a one-sided experience. Yeah. It requires both parties to engage. And if you are the, you may be the believer mm-hmm. in the marriage, you know, or the relationship, and he or she may not be. You have to model this. Because yeah. guess what? You have the ability to bring your spouse into salvation because of the testimony of how you live. Now, if you're saying, I really want, I really need her to come to God, or I really need him to come to God, but you are living an arrogant, rude, boastful yeah. life in your marriage, they they don't want none of that. Yeah. You They're,
1: definitely can't push it onto somebody. Right. You can't push it on them if you're not leading by example. And I think... You know, we've we've given lots of people advice in their marriage, and we've always tried to say that love is contagious. If you're yeah. showing love and loving them through no matter what, it's going to be contagious. Yes. So, like, I think that was a perfect way to say that because if you're doing these things, it's going to encourage them to do those things. Correct. And it'll be contagious. So I'm going to start that again. Love is patient and kind. And one thing I was going to say real quick, just random... It's more than the cutesy sign you've seen. I know growing up, my mom had this sign in her house, the love is patient, love is kind, love is... And I think people get so used to that that you forget really what it's saying. And so I think this is such a good word for marriage, uh, for married couples to, to spend time studying together. And you know, this po- for this podcast, the Bible is our roadmap and our blueprint Mm-hmm for what we want to follow and this is the best advice that we could give to any married couples and it's love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude it does not insist on its own way it is not irritable or resentful like <laughs> we hit all of those sometimes it does not rejoice at wrongdoing we definitely do that if someone's singing a song and the person messes well, that's up, not, that's,
0: that is not wrong. Well, that's dude. the only
1: example I could you think just of for butchered us.
0: Butchered
1: that lyric, girl. That part, we use it funnily. Funnily. But rejoices with truth. Love bears all things. You could read that line every day. Love bears all things. All things. Yeah. Any mistake. We
0: don't want to bear nothing
1: believes all things, hopes all things. So it never, ever gives up hope. Mm -hmm. Don't ever give up hope for your relationship because God's word says you can hope for all things and endures all things. That means you can go through everything together. If you're focused on love and Jesus, of course, you're going to make it. But every time, like I said, I think we've arrived and we're like, our marriage is wonderful, which it is wonderful. Like, Mm -hmm. we're great. We're doing awesome. We'll have some silly fight that feels like, in the moment, it feels like the worst thing in the world. Like, things are awful. And then you look back to this and you're like, gosh, we need a lot of work still. And this this is where we want to be at tomorrow. This is where we want to be at for our future is to where we are living in action. These things that God put in His Word and applying them to our marriage. I know I, for one, have no problem admitting how much I suck on the human side. And I know I need to work better at my trigger, my trigger reactor in my human side. Right. I feel like I snap way too quick when something, something's not going right. And I don't like that. And it's like one side of me knows. Like, it's cool. Just be cool. Just be cool. And then the other side of me is like, no, you can't let it go. You can't like you've got to fight this tooth and nail he needs to know how you felt and i want that's something i want to work on is being more patient in my response and and what's there's a scripture in the bible about being quick to wait what was it there's something slow to anger Mm -hmm. i need to work on that you know (laughs) like i have no problem admitting that but when i constantly go back to this word it encourages me that there's still hope for me and I can keep working on these things every day and yes my human side sucks Jesus help me to walk in the spirit help me to apply this to my life help me to be slow to anger slow to respond slow to think about things that aren't going to damage my husband what do you feel like
0: what like the, I need to work on yeah. um, well I think you know, you know, the the number one thing for me that I always struggle with is that I am a fixer. Yeah. Um I'm a fixer and then at the same time, um, if it's something that can't be fixed, I just want to move on. Um, where you are a processor. Yeah. Right you want to process an all the way through it even if there's nothing that can need be a solution. done even <laughs> well not o- not always a solution even if there's nothing that can be done you need to be able to talk through what yeah. it is i like a regardless. closing
1: though if i can yeah we can close it out
0: it's and so like we are um, working actively together mhm to be able to engage when we see the other person disconnecting from that, right? Yeah. So if you are if you are trying to engage with me and trying to get me to focus on a story or a feeling or something, um, there's times where you have to engage me and be like, "I just need you to listen to me for a minute." Yeah. Right. And I. This I is often, really important to me. Right. Like, <laughs> l- listen. This is important. I want you to hear what I'm actually saying here. As opposed to me just saying, well, there's nothing you can do about it. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Just move on. Just move on. Just move on.
1: Because I am, a lot? <laughs> I am
0: very quick uh-huh. to just try to do the move on. Yeah. Uh, because just because of that's the nature of who I am. Well, I, you're
1: tired and you fix problems all day at work. That you're just like, I just want to relax now right. and rest my mind. I don't want to yeah. have to think about anything hard. Yeah. At the end of the day. So, but I definitely feel like that's where we're at today. We're not perfect at all. We do have an absolutely amazing marriage and you're my best friend and I have so much fun with you and I can just keep talking about you forever (laughs) because I really like you and you still make me blush when I look at your pictures, when I look at your face. (laughs) It's
0: all good stuff. It's all good stuff.
1: (laughs) But again, we still have a lot of work to do. We haven't arrived and we pray that this podcast gives you some nuggets of wisdom, even though we don't know it all and we're still figuring it out and we're just holding on to Jesus's hand, and that's that's really the key to success. If you're both pursuing Jesus in your life and your relationship, and you're allowing the Holy Spirit to correct you and guide you in these situations, and being willing to serve each other and please each other, and willing to move for each other, even if it's yeah. not what exactly what you wanted, you have to be bendable. Mm-hmm. Is that a good word for that?
0: Yeah, flexible.
1: Yeah, you have to be flexible. In a marriage to make it work. Well, and I think Um,
0: I think it is it is the idea of um, having common grounds. Like I don't think anyone wants to be in a miserable relationship. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Nothing about that seems like that's what someone wants. And Mm -hmm. so, if you are looking at your relationship today and you're saying, "Man, my relationship today is miserable." Well, what do you want it to be tomorrow? Yeah. And how do you... Get there. How do you get there? You know, we would encourage you to read First Corinthians chapter 13. Yeah. Because you will find that by applying this to your Self. side mm-hmm. of the marriage, not...
1: Start there. Not,
0: not anywhere else, but your side. How could I be um, loving in this moment, in this experience, in this struggle... Uh, because every single person, you know, you're going to encounter things differently and you're going to respond to them differently. And it's going to be important that you engage from a position of love yeah, and not anything else but that. Yeah. So Sorry. today, Bethany keeps pushing her. Right, we got
1: a new Apple watch and it apparently is going off every yeah, few Bethany, seconds.
0: Bethany keeps pushing the button on it. So we're going to have to help her I there. I think I pushed
1: it. Um,
0: <laughs> but, uh.
1: But if you you were
0: looking at your relationship today and you were saying, hey, there's some struggles here, there's some challenges here, there are some things that I'm not real proud of the way it works or the way it looks or whatever it is, Um, start thinking about tomorrow and what does that look like and what can you start doing to get to that place?
1: And I would say, too, I think there's a lot of people that we've heard from that have try so hard to push these things on their spouse that they never have done. And when you first fell in love with them, this is the way they were. Right. And suddenly you get married and they're still the way they were when you got together, but you're mad about it now because you want them to be somebody else. And I always go back to that. Well, what did you, how, why did you fall in love with them in the first place? Were they like this when you got married? okay. And you don't want to end your marriage, so how are you going to work on this to keep your marriage healthy and successful is the only word I can yeah, think of. Yeah. Like, What are you guys going to do? What are you going to start with? Like you said, that's a perfect advice. Yeah. Look at yourself first. Maybe you're tired of serving. Maybe you feel like it's always on you, okay? But you've got to lead by example and show them. And if you continue to love them and serve them and, work to please them, they're going to notice that, and it's going to be contagious. Just
0: Absolutely. Don't
1: grow weary in well-doing. Yeah, you know that's true.
0: That's keep true. loving,
1: keep loving, keep loving, keep loving, and I believe absolutely, 100%, your marriage is going to get to what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be flexible, loving, and never lose your servant heart for the other.
0: If I had a plant that I wanted to grow, and I wanted it to... Be beautiful and be amazing and and just flourish, right? Um, I'm going to bring to it a lot of good things, and I think what a lot of people find (laughs) (laughs) themselves—calm down. I think what a lot of people find themselves doing is they have this plant that they want to flourish, but for some reason, all they keep pouring on it is things that's going to hurt it and not help it.
1: Pushing it, yeah. Yelling at it to be the way they want it to be. Yeah. Instead of bringing it soil and water and sunshine and love. Right. And massages. Right. What a perfect analogy, babe. Good job. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. (laughs) So
0: just invest in your plant.
1: I wanted to say invest in success.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you by Acorns.
1: (laughs) That's perfect. You definitely need to look at it as an investment for sure. Yeah. You made a vow before God. You've promised for the rest of your life to love each other. And don't give up on your investment. And let me say it's Feed it, it the best. Yeah. The
0: return on that investment is better than anything else that you could invest yourself, yeah. your heart, your, your affection into. And so invest in it and allow your tomorrow to be better than your today.
1: And don't give up hope because... You can set these marriage goals. Maybe you feel yeah. so far away from this, but begin to just speak it every day. Post these scriptures in your home. Begin to speak it over your marriage and just wait on the Lord. That's and it. And don't give up and don't grow weary in this journey because you're going to start to see little steps every day of improvement. Yeah. And I think sometimes you can easily give up when you feel like, oh, I've been trying it for three months and nothing's changing. Right. Don't stop. Yep. Don't stop. There are women that have stay with their husbands for years despite the crap they've been put through. And in the mm-hmm. end, they've seen such a beautiful thing come from their constant love and constant serving of the other. And so I think in marriage, really, you could be laying your life down for the other yeah. as well to promise to love them, you know, not yeah. putting them before God, of right, course. You absolutely. Know what I'm saying. But I think this is just such a good message, and it's definitely our goals, you know? Yeah, and I think, because of it and our constant renewing in the word and our minds and wanting to love each other, we have such amazing love and such amazing amazing marriage. And we have joy and laughter. There's many times when Tom and I have gone to things on dates and people have been like, "Are you guys newly married?" And we're like, "No, we've been married like sixteen <laughs> you kidding years. Kidding you know, me? we're
0: pros, but
1: we have a blast with each other because we really do love each other, yeah. and we're both equally working hard to please the other and serve the other. And so that's that's our today and our tomorrow goals. And we got a lot of work to do. I mean, Jesus has a lot of work to do on yep. us. But we just pray that this is giving you guys some seeds to grow on. We're not the smartest people. We don't know everything, but...
0: I'll speak for yourself.
1: Yeah. But the Word is our <laughs> blueprint. And most of you, that's what you're looking for on this podcast. That's right. And so that's our best advice we can give that's for tomorrow. That's right. I wish we need to do cheers right now and say to tomorrow and like cheers. Do you wanna? Do you wanna do that? <laughs>
0: no, no, I'm I'm not doing that.
1: You guys could see the looks he just gave me. It was not that nice, Ella. So. We might fight after this. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) You'll just go to the van and then come back in a little while after the Holy Spirit deals with you.
1: And then I'll tell you how much I like you and how cute you are.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us again this month. Uh, We appreciate you jumping on and sharing this with friends and family and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, We pray that your marriage is stronger than it was and that you work towards a better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Y'all have a great day, evening, morning, whatever it is in your world.
1: We're going to go fly off to Destin. We'll have more on that next time. (laughs) All
0: right. See y'all. Have a great day.
1: Have a good day.